Welcome back to Talking Baseball. We hope you had a fantastic weekend. Boy, were the games played and the results had. Let's discuss all of it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Talking Baseball. It is the Monday series recap episode with Jake and myself, BBD, behind the dish. We're coming to you live from the Roosevelt Studios here in the Bronx. And there was a lot of baseball, Jake. Every team played. How about that? It's first time in a long time every team played. Now, the Cardinals were back in action as the Reds go out of action, but... Every team did play because the, the Reds played their first game. Carlos right. played the Saturday. By technicality. So technicality. Not every team played a full series. No, no, no. But every team played a game. So we're going to discuss it. We got the, you know, we'll bring you the Eastern region, the Central region, and the Western region. Yeah, for sure. All three. That's all we can guarantee. Uh, yeah. You also might get some Enfuego, some Slump Watch. Some awards. Awards! Maybe who got mad. How's everybody doing? Hope you had a fantastic weekend. I'm Jake Storielli, and we're here talking baseball. We're going to do the East, the Central. Oh, okay. We already got that covered. Some people might have missed it. (laughs) People are rewinding. Like, did they just kind of introduce the same stuff twice? This episode is brought to you by our most recent patrons. We appreciate you very much. We got Clinton Braglin, Kevin Ray, Ben Grow, and JMac2467. We got a lot of patrons watching live in the chat. You get live access. You can be part of the show and a little after show Q&A when we have time. If you join up, it's $2 a month. Thank you very much for those who support us. We appreciate it. Jake, how was your weekend? It was good. It was good. We both returned back to Connecticut. You were nice enough to give give us a ride. It was with two guys, two dogs, two girls in the car, bumping back from CT. Uh, saw my mother. Uh, saw a couple friends. Yankees were rolling on the Red Sox. Won uh, a nice mini golf outing against my mother and my girlfriend. It was a blowout. They They started making excuses. I get that. I have that effect on people. I didn't want to tell Jess, your lovely Jess. Yeah. But she said it was close. You won by four to six strokes, and I wanted to be like, six strokes is a blowout. Yeah. Mini golf. And, I mean, I, I think that was even a conservative number. No, I came in hot. Uh, Hole-in-one on the first hole. Bang. No, you didn't. Yeah, obviously. It was my only hole-in-one. But Did you feel like, was it an accidental pinball hole-in-one? No, it was You nice. lined it, it up and right. put? Yeah, okay. I just nailed it. Uh, peacocked pretty hard about that. It's a group with two six-year-old boys behind me that were very impressed by my hole-in-one to start off. So that was good. And yeah, I think uh, a couple of my same haircut as you. A couple of my baseball takes are coming to fruition. So I'm excited to peacock a little bit, even though it doesn't matter at all. Okay. Yeah. Cool. How was your weekend? Good. Same. You were mentioned there. You saw yeah. some Connecticut puppies, puppies, babies, disc golf, babies. Uh, a lot of couch time. It was fall where I was. Yeah. Was How about autumn. autumn? Yeah. It really was. Yeah. It really was. It was like 65 degrees and the leaves had changed and fallen. It was really weird. Milford, yeah. Connecticut's ahead. Ahead of time. Ahead of schedule. It was delightful. Today's pretty nice. It's only about to crack like 81. So it's yeah. going to be 70s all day. Then it's going to get to 85. Picking up yeah. later in the week. Anyway, let's get right to it. I am bringing you. Could the you tell me East. what's going on in the Eastern grouping? The Eastern region is. 
Are this. we official on region or? Yeah, I have. You've we're, been we're fighting region. and changing and finding. Yeah, I mix it up. I'm going to say a different thing every time. I, Sterling I, has not figured it out, by no. the way. No? Okay. He's, and he won't. The, the radio announcer for the yeah. Yankees, John Sterling, yeah. He's tried to go with conferences, and he's mm. just. Region yeah. seems pretty easy for me. Region's good. Makes sense. It works. In the East. The Yankees faced off against Red Sox. This is a four-game set, a wraparound series, I found out it's called, when it starts on Friday, ends on Monday. Never heard that before because I don't think they're normal. Yankees have taken the first three games. In game one, it was Cole versus the Red Sox bullpen. Cole pitched probably the best he's uh, looked all season. Glaber had four hits. Talkman had four RBIs, and Gary had a home run. In game two, they blew him out again, 11-5. to Paxton versus Evaldi. Evaldi was horrible. 5.1 innings pitched. Eight earned runs. Not good when you're supposed to be the only hope. Paxton had a pretty good starting. Clint hits a home run for the Yanks. They just keep rolling. Game three, a 4-2 score. Close. Officially a close score. Mentally, this was just another blowout. Jay Happ actually came around, had some pretty good stuff. And the Yank- and the Red Sox held the Yankees to less than five runs, something they haven't done in... I don't know, since the start of the season. Mike Ford, homers for the Yankees, so it's a different guy every day getting it done. They play game four today. We'll see how it ends. I'm guessing the Yankees will just sweep. Boston seems to not care about anything. The Beltway Series, the Nationals versus the Orioles. Blowout in game one. Nats win 15-3. Strasburg versus Tommy Malone. Strass doesn't finish the first, Jake. He goes on the I.L., with a nerve issue in his hand, Fetty steps up and powers them to a victory. In game two, Baltimore won 7-3. Corbin versus Asher Wojciechowski. Corbin, a lefty. Jake's been telling all of you, the O's crush lefties. He gives up five earned runs. Not good there. And then in the rubber match, it's Scherzer. His final line wasn't great, but he gets it done. The Nats win 6-3. John Means was good for the O's last year. Supposed to be good. Just absolutely awful. I don't know if he got hurt or what's going on with him. He doesn't get out of the first. He's bad. The Nats win that series. Moving on. Atlanta and Miami. Unless I have this wrong, they only played two games. I may have it wrong. I can follow up. Because it seems like they should have played three games. No, no, no. It's just on two different pages. Two different pages. Two different pages of the Google Doc. How about that? Wow. All right. Atlanta took the series after losing game one. Kyle Wright versus Pablo Lopez. Wright walked six batters in three innings. Jake, that's not good. Mm -hmm. It's bad. Lopez and the Fish held the Braves to two runs, but the Braves snapped out of it, winning game two. Two to one. Two to one. A pitcher's duel through six. Freed versus Castano. Castano? I don't know him. Not in my book. But uh, Adam Duvall homers to take the lead for Atlanta in the ninth. Freed with another great start. And then Atlanta shuts them down in game three. They win four to nothing. Robbie Erlin and the pen. They held Miami to two hits and zero runs. Markakis picks up the three RBI hit to seal the win. Atlanta beats Miami. Tampa Bay and Toronto had some weird series, man. The first game, Toronto blows them out 12-4. Every single Tampa pitcher gave up multiple runs, and the Jays hit six home runs in the game. That's the most normal game because then they play game two on Saturday. It gets rained out, delayed. They suspend it. They start it again on Sunday, so they finish the game there. Low, Lau, Brandon Lau, hits a ninth-inning homer to win it for the Rays. They win 3-2. Then they play... 
the Sunday game, but because they had to do the rain delay thing, it's only a seven-inning game. It goes into extra innings, which is just the eighth inning. Willie hits a homer off Wilmer. The Rays win the series 7-5, to five, so two late comebacks and wins by the Rays in that series. Toronto, they got angry. Montoya, they're mad at him. A lot going on over there. And the last series in the East, the Mets faced off against the Phillies, and the Phillies swept the Mets, Jake. How about that? What a mess. Walker Lockett versus Spencer Howard in game one. Everyone's two favorites. Neris blew the save in the ninth, so the Phillies are like, okay, here's our bad full bullpen again. But don't worry, because Lugo for the Mets, he blows it for them. Harper with the walk-off single. Game two was a score of 6-2. to two. Game three was a score of 6-2. to two. Nola was good again. Mats was terrible again. And then in game three, old Matt Wheeler outduels new Matt Porcello. And that's your series recap in the East. Holy smokes. A lot of baseball, huh? A lot happened. A lot happened. Yanks still on top of the AL East, 15 and 6. Rays second, 14 and 9. Orioles behind them, three games back of the Yanks, 12 and 9. Uh, and that's the separator right now. Then it drops to the Baby Jays, who are 7 11, and the Red Sox, who are 6 and 16. They look awful. And then in the NL East, the Braves and Marlins are technically tied. Uh, again, the Braves have played more games. Uh, but the Marlins are nine and six, Braves thirteen ten, and hey, those those fills we keep saying, if you're one of those tweener teams right right now, sweep or be swept, fills sweep, they jump up to third in the East, a game under five hundred, uh, Nats eight and eleven, Mets nine and fourteen, so Met, Mets, yeah, the bottoms, the sky's falling a little bit. I know it doesn't mean anything, sure. but it's got to be frustrating for Braves fans who check the standings and see they're in second place, even yes. though they're, like, in first place. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because as soon as the Marlins play enough, the Braves will get there. I think Braves fans have to be a little, I don't want to say shook, but just confused because I feel like their Braves weren't playing well for a little while there. I feel like they lost three or four in a row, and they've just, they haven't fully clicked this year. They lost Soroka. So they might just be happy that they're up there and seeing the Marlins, and they're like, okay, so we're fine? That division's a mess. We all thought it was going to be a, right? a heavyweight bout, and it's kind of just sloppy. Just getting sloppy and bully ball there. Uh, I was happy to hear. So Jakey takes. I didn't realize that the Orioles got to Corbin. I didn't know that was the game they got him, so I'm glad my Orioles versus the lefty stands. Uh, Baltimore had a chance to take that series in the final game. Nats Nats took it late. Uh, Red Sox stink. People know that. Yanks are really good. I think the only thing that I, I jump out and I feel I really have to say for now, good for Philly. Uh, Pablo Lopez is a name you should know in Miami. Um, I know there's still the Marlins, and they should come back to earth. He's a really good young pitcher. I think uh, one of the stats the pitcher list guys are trying to push, it's the most pitches – most seen and swung through strikes or something like that. And I don't know. I guess every day Garrett Cole pitches, he leads in it. And that day Garrett Cole pitched, but Pablo Lopez was better than him. Wow. So, uh, yeah, he's good. We're kind of bouncing all around, but Corbin, man, the Orioles just, like, made him work. They had a runner on in all five innings. Yeah. Santander walked. I mean, you had Severino, Nunez with deep hits and – Andrew Velasquez with a triple. They're nasty. Yeah. They did lose the series, though. The Nats win yes. the series, so I'd, we shouldn't just focus on that. Yeah. 
I don't think it's going to come up later on. I didn't check a lot of your notes. Sure. And we'll just say it quick. And I know that we're Yankees fans, so there's a touch of bias here. The Red Sox are so boring and bad. Yes. Um, I think their manager is we have a weekend at Bernie situation with Renicky, yeah. just a corpse uh, as a manager. And I stole that from our friend who's a Red Sox fan. I right. asked, like, is, you think Renicky like, talks to the guys? And they're like, well, he's a propped up corpse, so probably not. Thought that was a good joke mm. from our friend, so I'm stealing it. But, man, besides Verdugo and Christian Vasquez, no one on that squad cares. Maybe Xander every now and then. The most depressing thing are J.D. Martinez's at-bats. Yeah. So, tough times if you're a Red Sox fan because the organization is trying to lose. The pitchers that they're putting on the mound, they're trying to win every day. But, you know, Smoltzy said something like, or no, it was Matty Veskersian said something like, you know, they're trying to find as many pitchers as they can to fix the, the arms or whatever. And it's like, no, they're not, man. And if you're a Red Sox fan, I didn't walk away from this season. <laughs> just just slap your hand and say 60 games set, see you next year. Yeah, it is this, brutal. this was fun. We traded away Mookie. Hopefully Haim has something figured out next year. They uh they're fine with losing. If there's a year to tank, it's a it's a year when there's less games and you only have to watch so little of it. But yeah, and I'll I'll say this, because you know, we we both like Devers. Uh you know, Bogarts is proven and a really good ball player. Verdugo's fun. He's having fun. I like Vasquez. Man, the J.D. Martinez thing is weird because now they're, they're saying he's on the trade block, but it's tough to see that coming together because he has options in his contract. So, And do teams want them to pick up the option because right now he looks bad? He's not and interested in the, playing baseball The right thing now. that's scariest about him, Jim, because, uh, you know, it could be interest – he looks a little lost at the plate, and when you're mostly a DH, that's a bad time. The whole thing with the replay stuff this year, we know, and it's the whole J.D. Martinez story, how much of a video nut job he is. You know, he videotapes every swing he takes. You know, the, he sets up his own camera behind the BP cage, and then he watches it after batting practice. And now this year, you can't watch the live video uh, or the video feedback. Yeah, yeah. And it looks like he is just in his own head big time. So, And it's just tough, man. If you've ever been on a losing team in any sport, that feeling when you go out there and it's like, here we go again. I mean, that's it's poison on a sports field. So bad times in the Commonwealth. The Red Sox have one more game against the Yankees tonight. Then they have a two-game set against Phillies who just swept the Mets, so they're feeling good. Then they have four against Baltimore, and I'm really interested. We'll get there when we okay. get there. I'm really interested if the Red Sox look normal or – I mean, dude, they just look they look like they're not interested in playing baseball. Baltimore is a much better team than them right now. Yeah, it's wild. I didn't expect it. I uh, feel bad for our Boston friends. Sorry, guys. 60-game set. Tune in next year. Verdugo's fun. Verdugo, Vasquez, those are like, hey, they rode with us through the tough times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's really it. I mean, the Yankees look good, but Red Sox look so bad, so it's a little yin-yang there. Max Free dick dropping tour. Again, Philly with the sweep is pretty nice. And that, again, I'd, I'd have to hear from Mets fans on that, but wasn't that DeGrom was supposed to get the pill in that first game and then Scratched. he gets pulled with the back injury. So you go from starting a series with DeGrom, like, okay, we, we should be able to win this series. And then now you end up with a sweep and no DeGrom. So that uh, against the Phillies got swept by the Orioles and they sweep the Mets. They get two games against Boston, so we'll see how that goes. Keep the sticks hot. Yeah, very interesting. Um, 
You know what I wanted to say? But sometimes we don't even do, like, y- Yankee deep dives because we have our own podcast for that. Sure. Who do the Yankees play next? The Rays. I was looking. At, I was trying to think of the Yankees' schedule because I'm so kind of out on the regular season. It's sure. kind of boring so far. The Rays will be a good series. I was like, who, what good series do we have? The Mets are seeming like they're not going to be a good series. I think that was the other. that's the other thing that we have going on in Yankee land right now. We caught the Braves on a two-game set without Albies and Acuna. Um, or a good or freed. You know, our, our first visit to the trop, we had a, you know, seven-inning doubleheader. It was in the trop. Um, the Rays were so much more amped up. I'm excited for the upcoming series, but, uh, yeah, just the, the other teams are funky so far. Like, like we've said about the whole Eastern schedule, like, you know, when you were supposed to play the Nats, you think you're going to run into a buzzsaw. Right now, they're injured and, and figuring it out. The Yankees aren't going to have... The Phillies' bullpen is uh, very bad, and you might hear about that more later, even. Um, the Yankees have, from September 4th till September 27th, they don't play a good team. That's kind of scary, actually. That's weird. Anyway, we'll move on from the Yankees, but... Sure. Let's go to the central. It'd be refreshing if they didn't get off to such a good start. It'd be nice if they were just hovering around 500 right now. It's like, all right, well, we have that easy month. That's we're locked the, up. That's we're the other kind of weird thing. And again, maybe this is Yankees just first world problems, but yeah, they're just playing really well. <laughs> it sounds dumb, but. Well, I think it's there's not a lot of competition in the East. Rays series at the, the same time. The, Ray, the, the Rays are good. Yankees they were always still, guaranteed a playoff spot in this format. Yankees yeah. still undefeated at home as the home team. Yeah. Good stat. Yeah. All right, let's go to the central. I'll start it off, then I'll Do pass it, it to Jake. Here we go. The Cubbies go to Milwaukee, or the Milwaukee goes to Chicago. I'm not sure who Ooh. was the home team, but Cubs were home. Cubs were home team. They get blown out. Milwaukee sweeps them in three games. Milwaukee struck the Cubs out 53 times in this. Was this a four-game set or three-game set? This was three. Either way. Woodruff versus Mills. Neither had good outings. Yellick had a big three-run homer to take the lead off my dude. Alec Mills, Mm. four to three final there. Went back and forth in the three-run homer by Yellich. Good for him. Hauser versus the Penn. This one went into extras. Brewers scored two in the top of the 10th, but the Cubs could only score one. Cubs and Darvish won that first game on Thursday. Yes, the Cubs and Darvish won the first game on Thursday. Very confusing, these wraparound series. Sam, uh, reach-around series. So then Milwaukee didn't sweep them. They lost game one. Darvish put on a show. Then Milwaukee won the next two. In game four, it was Lester versus Lindblom. Both gave up five earned. Arcia and Braun teamed up in the seventh to give them the lead. Milwaukee wins the series three to one. They needed that. Cubbies didn't. But, like... If you're the Cubs, it was like, you know, the Leicester starts bad, but you, Mills, you knew that wasn't going to last. And then you did the pen in the other game. So I still wouldn't be too worried if I'm a Cubs fan. Let me keep going. Cincinnati and Pittsburgh played one game, Gray versus Cool. I said on the pregame show, if you don't tune in, tune in. I said that if if Cincinnati lost this game, Gray versus Cool, they had to disband yeah. as a franchise. They won 8-1, to one, so good job by them. Then all the games got canceled due to COVID, so we'll see what's going on there. Cleveland swept Detroit. They're making a lot of news in the headlines for other reasons with Clevenger and Plesak and all of that. They go, they sent those guys down to the alternate site, but they did sweep Detroit in the process. Game one was Siv versus Nova. Nova was absolutely awful. Santana had a big home run. Game two, three to one victory for Cleveland. Bieber versus Turnbull. Bieber was phenomenal as 
always. And then in the last game, the Tribe wins 8-5. Plutko versus Fulmer. Both of them can't get out of, like, the second or the third. Ugly pitching. Seven guys gave up earned runs in this across the board. But Reyes, Ramirez, and Lindor all hit homers. Lead Cleveland to the victory. A sweep for the Tribe. Jake, what else happened? Love that, Jim. You know in this shortened COVID season, you're going to need a lot of mental fortitude. And in the Kansas City Royals visiting versus the Minnesota Twins, every final score was fortitude. We fortitude. played a doubleheader, 4-2 Minnesota. Nelson Cruz home run. He's getting the homers back. Our guy Odo, four innings pitch, two and run. Uh, Ian Kennedy, your guy, Jim, opened for KC. How about that? Back to his starting pitching days. And then Duffy versus Berrios in the nightcap. Kansas City wins that one. Nelson Cruz with another homer. But Whit Merrifield with four RBIs, including a three-run home run. All of the RBIs in that game. And then the final game, the rubber match, Randy Dobnak, former Uber driver. For Singer, top prospect, Max Kepler, Home run. So, Twins take the series. And then the St. Louis Cardinals back in action after their COVID times. They win the first day a doubleheader. Uh, 5-1 and 6-3. They scored four in the first inning of their first game back. That's what being locked in a hotel will do for you. Wayno gets the start. Five innings pitch, one earned run. And then Goldie and Tyler O'Neill both homer in the second half of the day. So, St. Louis takes their first two games back. And then the White Sox bounce back, including... Four straight home runs in that game off of the rookie, Roel Ramirez. Tough break. Keuchel does what Keuchel does. St. Louis takes the set, though, and that's what's going on in the Central. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did our dude Flaherty pitch? I don't think he's pitched yet. I don't know what's going on there. Giolito bad. Not starting until next week. Wonder what's going on there. I think... It's kind of one of these weird... Dude, so, Keuchel, 5.2, two on runs. Yeah. It's the Keuchel. It's the Keuchel. He Keuchel. Um, <laughs> Jeez. What's his stat line? What's his game line? Jack Flaherty. So they have to be careful with him because he's like young and like the future of the franchise. So they're not pushing him. So I think it's funny. Their first game back, they were like, Wainwright, get back out there and twirl it. Um, what do you got, BBD? It might be part because they have the Cubs this week. So like the division games matter Ooh, more. Saving them for division. that? Oh, that probably I, played into it. I like, I like that, that theory. theory. Yeah, drinks. Keiko, man, five point one two earned runs, five point one two earned runs, then seven one earned run, good, really good start. Then six three earned runs, quality start. Then five point two two earned runs. I mean, just the compete stat. And I think the bigger thing is like, we're still viewing it through a scope of five years ago. Like starting pitchers don't really. Go this long anymore <laughs> Like Yeah un- Unless you're mowing people down You're Bieber And you're just striking everyone out uh, He's awesome 307 ERA Five games started He just He just does what he does When he does what he does You know There's a lot of big news Going around with the Indians They send Yeah Clev and Plesak To Yikes. the alternate site There's That's a huge conversation I think we saved that For Trevor's tidbits And then yes. talk to Trevor about it Because I think there's a lot Underneath the surface there But what I will say there is again What does this do to the team And you know Clev and uh, Plesak are going to have to earn back You know everything in their own time But when you kick those guys Off your team and then you go and sweep As a team you're feeling really good Yeah Like well screw it If those guys aren't going to play by the rules And we're still getting dubs Let's go And they had to against Detroit Detroit's 
pumpkin has sprouted. Or again, figuring that phrase out. And uh, good for Cleveland, man. They they get the sweep. And good for Milwaukee bouncing back, too. Yeah, in the standings, the Twins are still up there. The Cubs are still up there. Brewers. One game back by Cleveland. Yep, and the Brewers are 10-10. and 10. They're climbing up there as well. The Reds are 9-11. and 11. White Sox are 11-11, and 11, so it's getting interesting. It'll stay. Cardinals 4-4. Four and four. Yeah. <laughs> what, how are they going to make these up? I think they've got two more doubleheaders coming up in the next three days. If you're an opposing team... Are you excited about that? Because it's less pitchers, but it's double headers. You're not. You're not. Like if the You're Yankees not. have to play double headers because another team has a Yankee fan, I'm not excited about them. Like fuck, this sucks. You're not. Yeah. Um Yeah, Cubs Cubs fight, hit their first rough patch of the season. They doubled their losses in the final three games to Milwaukee. They struck out um, fifty three times in a lot, four games. That's a lot of punchies. And the Brewers, man, I uh, for some reason I got sucked into the Brewers just because they do it, and they were starting to hit that getting nervous point. They fight back to 500. My White Sox are at 500, so two teams that have been tantalizing me for different reasons. S- keep sitting at 500, and you'll probably end up near the 8 or 7 slot in the playoffs. Yeah, you're all getting in. Tigers, Tigers drop below 500, and that might it might be time to sleep on the Tigers. It was fun. Get some trades. I don't know. You know, it's it was going to happen, but hopefully there's some good things still going on. I don't know. Yeah, they, uh, Gregory Soto out of their bullpen looks good. How about that? Tigers cuts. Tigers cuts? Yeah. Tigers cuts. That's a Tigers cut for you. Tigers cut. Deep cut. It's a deep cut. Oh, yeah. okay. Maybe they got it. I didn't get it. It's okay. It's a Tigers cut. We got there. Cool. You want to do the West? Yeah, I'll do the West. Do-do-do-do-do. What happened in the West, Jake? What happened in the West? What's happening? Seattle at Houston. Houston brings out the broomsticks. They're going to go in in Houston, and the Mariners aren't that great. Framber Valdez, your guy, looks nice. Nestor Cortez, my guy, gets rocked. Jorn Alvarez, his first game back, he hits a home run. He has to leave later this series with a knee injury, so not as exciting. Uh... The second game, Christian Javier with another really nice start. He's looking good for them. They win two for one. He outduels Marga Vicious for Seattle. Don't have the scouting report on him. But the first baseman homered in this game, Guriel and Evan White. And then Kyle Tucker wins yesterday on a walk-off. 3-2 Houston. They get a sweep. Good for them. Everyone hates you. Texas at Colorado. Lance Lynn. The two-hitter shoves at Coors Field. You might hear more on him soon. Nick Solak hits a homer. Texas with the late rally to win that game 3-2. 6-4, they win the second game and the series there. Gibby, our guy, he outduels Marquez. And Derek Dietrich, your boy, hits the home run. He's playing well for Texas. And then Colorado salvages the series. John Gray with a nice start. Uh, Gallo and Odor homered for Texas. McMahon homered. Four Rockies with two RBIs, including our Drew Butera. How about that? A's at San Fran. The A's sweep. They are rocking right now. 16 wins. The best record in baseball. They have a five-run comeback in the ninth, followed by a four-run comeback in the ninth to win the first two games of this set. Everyone's hitting homers. Uh, Olsen, Piscotti, hey, Piscotti, Simeon with a couple home runs this series. Canna, Pinder, Chad Pinder, Jim. And Manaya and Fires both had okay starts to get back on track. 15 to 3 is the final game. The A's offense is rolling right now. 
my Diamondbacks with a sweep over Trevor's Padres. Merrill Kelly shove fest in the first game. Uh, Padres score three runs in the final inning of the second game to make it a close game. Jorge Mateo, former Yankees farmhand, thrown out at the plate to secure the wheat the win for Arizona, and then Eduardo Escobar hits a big three-run homer late for the for the Diamondbacks to get the sweep against the Padres, and then the Dodgers, they sweep the Angels, the Angels stink, Kershaw with a, with a dub, seven innings pitch, one and run, Bellinger, two homer game, extra innings game, Betts and Muncie have all six RBIs for the Dodgers, uh, Chris Taylor stole third in the 10th, I wonder if that was a fun or scary steal of third, and then on Sunday, 8-3 final, Kiebert Ruiz does a John Boy. Another stat we'll have to find. Homer in his first major league at bat, Jim. Uh, Corey Seager, Dustin May had the start. Dodgers are a wagon. Angels stink. And that's what's happened in the West. Dodgers swept? Oh, yeah. Good. Good by the Angels and the Mariners. Good job, guys. Get swept. If you're going to do it, bottom out. Bottom out. That might be the story, Ellie. (laughs) Less teams needed... To keep track of. So I was very happy that the Astros swept. The Mariners, get out of here, Mariners. I don't yeah. want to think about you anymore. You know what's an interesting little little tidbit that I just stumbled into, Jake? Ooh, the Angels suck? No. Oh, okay. Not that. Not that. Is that back in 2017, the Yankees and the A's made a trade. Yes. Right? The Yankees traded James. I'd never been Cap. Known, Cap. James Capriellen. Cap. Dustin Fowler and Jorge Mateo to the Athletics for for Sonny Gray. Yep. Now Sonny Gray couldn't handle New York slash pitching coach. A lot of things went wrong. A anyway. lot of factors. But Cap and Mateo both made their major league debuts in the same yeah, week. Pretty funny. Three years later, uh, two and a half years later, prospects. It's kind of funny. Cap came out of the bullpen. He's got a funky little delivery. He's he's got an Oakland vibe to him, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Mateo. Then, yeah, Mateo started in left field. I think it was his first game ever playing left field, and he got the start out there. Yeah, rough four games for him. Tough. He came as a defensive replacement welcome, in, center, in left field. Welcome to the bigs, kid. Pinch hitter. Mateo and Profar in the same lineup is kind of funny. Yeah. Similar guys to me. A lot of hype, not a lot of results. Jorge's still young and figuring it out. Is he still young? Young-ish. 25. Not, not as young. young as I thought. Yeah, not young. I would have guessed he was still 25. He kind of missed his, he was supposed to be like, he was number one prospect, just be a young guy in the league. Yeah, I mean, Profar was number one prospect in baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I just think of them as similar okay. guys. I'm, I'll allow it. Rooting for you, Mateo. Definitely not a young prospect. It's a good comp. Thank you. Anyway, standings-wise, Dodgers are running away with it. A's are running away with it. Rockies get got a little bit by the Rangers, so they're 13-8 and eight now, and the Rangers stay 500. 500. Yeah. Astros jump up to second place. The West's going to be fun. I hope the Astros, and I think the Astros will run away with it eventually. I hope the Rangers can... can they're not going to run away from the A's. I mean, they're... No, no, with second place, with that second division. Gotcha. Yeah, they... Uh... They welcome the Astros for two, or, ex- or excuse me, the Astros are doing the home and home with my Rockies. Uh, so two in Houston, two in Colorado. That'll be interesting to see. And then the Padres come into town. If they stay hot through that, then they welcome the Angels for four. So mm. don't be surprised if Houston does keep climbing the standings. 
Uh, and then it looks like they've got a three-gamer where they host the A's. So that'll be uh, that's towards the end of the month. That uh, that should be fun. A's are nasty, man. Yeah, a lot of late inning comebacks, My a lot gosh. of just winning in a lot of different ways. Manaya finally had a good start for them. Fires finally had a good start for them. Pretty good. They're crazy. Then, uh, yeah, the, what's uh, the what's the A schedule? You just said it. Rockies. Uh, I was looking at Houston's schedule. Like, when do the A's get a challenge? I mean, it's either when they play the Dodgers or Houston, right? At Texas, at Houston. So that might be a little bit of a fun road trip for them. And then at Seattle, that's easy. Padres, Houston, Texas. All right. So if if Houston and the Rangers want to be in the mix, they may take a couple wins here and there from the A's. But the A's look really good. And, yeah, the – one one of my few j- recent Jake takes that has any legs behind it is my Diamondbacks. They uh they're going one team at a time. They got the Giants. Mm-hmm. They jumped the Padres after sweeping them. They're currently five hundred, and now the Rockies are in their sights. And I think they might be coming for their neck. So uh, if you sprinkled that little bit of cheese on the D backs stock wise, you could look good or they could be bad. That's did kind bum, of the NL. Did Bum pitch again? Um, I don't know if Mad Bum pitched. I don't think he pitched. In this series, could be wrong. He went on the IL. Oh, that's right. Smart. Four game set against <laughs> Oakland for uh, the Diamondbacks. So and you that, get tested. That might bring them right back down. Oh, I think they start with a fun game tonight. I think it's Gallon versus uh, Bassett. Two guys pitching well this year. Such a West Coast pitching match. So Oakland has four games against the Diamondbacks. Yes. And the Dodgers have four games against the Mariners, and both those teams have 16 wins. Will one of those teams have 20 wins come Friday? It'd be the Dodgers. Like I said, I still, you know, the Diamondbacks are going to fight. The Mariners are, I mean, rolling over hard. I don't think so. I could see them getting 20. I think the Dodgers are getting going. Bellinger had a a two-homer game. Yeah, I I could see them going. Okay. I can see them going. I'm gonna take. The, I'm gonna say no. Neither team gets it. Okay. Well, why would you bank out of sweeps? Bad bet. You would need some odds in it's your a, favor. It's a yeah. It's a tough bet. Yeah. But if it's anyone, it's the Dodgers. All right. Anything else you want to talk about before we get to the uh, segments? Uh, anything else in the West Coast? Angels stink. Rocks drop one. No, I think I'm good. All right. Let's move on on then. Two standout performance. Standout performances. Standout performances is brought to you by the person that I will be telling you. It's brought to you by as soon as I open my email. Come on. And get the ad read. One time, baby. Out. Hey, it's John Boy here telling you that there's 100 million reasons why you should listen up. Mm. Listen the hell up. DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports, is celebrating the return of sports by giving away up to $100 million in prizes to all their customers, including one lucky winner who will take home $1 million cash prize. Man, you remember being, remember being like in college and young and daydreaming about winning the lottery. Remember when sure. the, the multi-millions was up to like so much? We all, it gets to the point where everyone buys a ticket, yeah. and you just spend the whole day daydreaming about it. That's like torture chamber. So do that. Go to DraftKings. Okay. You can win $1 million cash prize until you win it. 
torture yourself with everything you do if you got it. To claim your share of up to $100 million in instant giveaways, all you have to do is download the app and sign up using promo code JOMBOY. It's J-O-M-B-O-Y. Then enter DraftKings' free football survivor pool. Oh, that's cool. I like Mm -hmm. survivor pools. Yes, it's really is that easy to claim your share of up to $100 million in instant giveaways and put yourself in the running to win $100 million cash prize. While the top prize is reserved for one lucky winner, everyone who signs up enters DraftKings' free football survivor pool will receive an instant bonus prize of at least $5 in value upon entering. While you're in the app, don't forget to check out all the great daily fantasy contests DraftKings is hosting for this week's basketball and golf action. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code JOHNBOY to claim your share of $100 million in instant giveaways and put yourself in the running for the $1 million cash prize. That's promo code JOHNBOY to get your share of $100 million in prizes only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. That's in red. I'm supposed to read it. Standout performance. Standout performance. Who goes first on Mondays? You're the Monday guy. Mine was so easy. Yeah. If you watched the pregame show, this was my game to watch. Ken Lance Lynn bring it in Colorado. And then we dived into a a theory that maybe you get pitchers that just throw different versions of fastballs and have them be your pitchers in Colorado because Lance Lynn doesn't depend on nasty break. He doesn't depend on a biting curve or a wipeout slider. He just throws a bunch of fastballs different ways. He gets a complete game shutout in cores. They asked the manager, asked him what he wanted to do because it was a close game. He said, I'm finishing it. Mm. The game before, he didn't get out of the fifth inning. He told reporters, that's not what I'm about. He's striking out someone in the eighth inning. Woo! On the mound. I mean, go watch the highlights. Go watch Lance Lynn. He's he's like shoving, dude. I mean, his stats on the year are incredible. And, you know, we had him on the show. You you know we have a little bit of a love affair with our dude Lance because he's just like all that is American bravado. He's got a one 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 ERA on the year. Yeah. It's crazy. He hasn't given up more than four hits in a game, and he started five games. 32 innings pitched, 12 hits. I, I – we interviewed Lance Lynn. Yeah. He's awesome. We got him on the Yankees for a little bit, so we really got to see him. And he's just a fun alpha male as they come, blah, blah, blah. When we were interviewing people, and I, if, if you got time, go check out the Lance Lynn interview. Guy doesn't have a smartphone, didn't have a laptop, so he just called in on his phone from his farm or whatever. Something I always look love looking at is guys' minor leagues performances and seeing, like, where was the hiccup? When did baseball get you? Because it gets everyone. Mm-hmm. Lance Lynn never had a a five ERA at any level, which okay, I know that doesn't sound like a flex, mm-hmm. but someone like you, you picture Lance Lynn, you don't picture the ace, you don't picture you know blah, blah blah. He was dominant throughout the minors, and then in major leagues he's been great. He's a three five three ERA, which you don't see a lot of those guys. Like and and the guys you do see, like I. I don't want this to be a shot at Trev. I want to see, like, what's what's Barrios's ERA? Don't. It's on, coming up on Slump Watch. Okay. Well, there's a little teaser. Barrios' career is 4-2-8. I have a little segment I'm prepping called All of Trevor's Pitchers oh, Stink. Boy. <laughs> oh, boy. I thought that might come. But, again, so we picture 
The Jose Barrios is this young, sexy pitcher, and he he is good. We'll talk about it on the Trevor's Pitcher Stink segment. But he's a four two eight ERA. Like Lance Lynn is almost three quarters of a run better for his career, but we just don't picture him because he's like like thick and mm. it, he's not your version of sexy. He's very much my version of sexy, um, and he's an ace. And yeah, dude, if I if I'm the Colorado Rockies. This is who needs to be on your pitching staff. Yeah. I, I think it's really – they've had to have stumbled upon this at one point. It's kind of hard to find pitchers that only throw fastballs. Like, would Bart have been good? Cologne? It's interesting. I, his I'll, two-seamer had some drop, but he was mostly just like, here's my slow fastball and here's my I other can, slow fastball. I can fastball. dig up his se- his stats at a certain point. It's always tough with Bart because during different parts of his career, you get a very different player. Old Bart. <laughs> Old Bart uh, So yeah uh, Lance is awesome Like he is He's a one Wait, There was some stat I couldn't find it That you read Like only three pitchers Opposing pitchers Have come into cores And done a complete game sh- Thrown a complete game Yeah I'll try to I think it was like Two hit shutout Which Again I mean you start Narrowing the window But that's a very impressive start Um And no, yeah He's got really good numbers At cores lifetime We stumbled into this In the pregame show I think yeah, he's got like a two-something ERA in course because he doesn't re- rely on break. He just hits his spots. He's the best. Hit your spots, move your fastball a little bit. God, he's good. He's good. All right, let's move on. What's your standout? Unless you think you can find it. I'm close. I'm seeing a lot of just the eighth time in course field history that a pitcher has thrown a complete game with two or fewer hits. Let's see if they say the other players. It's the ninth time. First time since Kevin Millwood. Ooh, nice. In 2012. Good pick, Jim. Thank love, you. Love Lance Easy, Lane. Easy pick. He's a stud. I was excited about the game before it happened, and then that happens, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah the um, standout performance got a, lot, a little bit tricky. I mean, you're basically going to hear the other guys come up on Enfuego, so I won't give away my other options. I went Brandon Lau. I went Brandon Lau from the Devil Race. For Mul- Did he have race. one standout game? So he he was a standout for a reason. Okay. So it included one game from a previous series, but at one point he had a streak of four straight games with a home run. Uh, the, he, the Gary Sanchez. He hit five. Yeah, he uh, he hit five hundred this series, and he had two home runs. And I think the bigger thing for me that makes him a standout is when we talk about the Rays. You know, we're Austin Meadows fans, and Austin Meadows is a stud. And I still think he's the best player on that team. Brandon Lau, I'm people. Hey, the problem is people don't know how to say his name. On his baseball reference, it, it says now. rhymes with now. Now, like Good job Lau. baseball. Reference. So now we can remember that. So it's Brandon Lau. He was third in rookie of the year, which again, rookie of the year depends what year you're doing things. Blah blah blah. Right now, he leads baseball in OPS, OPS plus runs. He's for real, man. And I watched a few of his at bats against the Blue Jays, and. Like his outs were warning track fly balls. Like he is a threat, and I think, and hey, you know, we'll. It sounds like we're gonna put Trevor under the bus later with some of the pitchers he likes. He gave us a little bit of smack for Brandon Lau because we did say it's Austin Meadows and then a bunch of kind of platoonish guys. Brandon Lau deserves some serious love uh, for what he's doing this year and for who he is. I mean, he's he's five ten, he's twenty six. It's it's not as sexy as it gets. But what he's doing on the baseball field is so. 
And his picture on Wikipedia is pretty sexy. Oh, my God, that is. I don't know if you get to choose your own Wikipedia picture, but whoever made his Wikipedia page did him a favor. Yeah, he knows someone. Because this Wikipedia pictures for years has been a running joke of mine because they're traditionally bad. What's, what's, what's Ploof's? Ooh, that's a good question. I got it. It's probably true. Oh, it's not bad. It's just like, you know, him playing, which see, makes more great. sense. That's great because I feel like there's Do a Do they com- have one for me? I'll see what's coming off the top of my head. Like, I feel like Charles- Oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. Dude, mine is when I'm on Yes Network with my root canal. Yeah. God, and it's like just like my busted up face. Oh, man. That's tough. Hey, Brandon Brandon Lau, give me your hookup you on know? Wikipedia. Yeah. My, pay, my picture sucks. Told you last week I had looked at yours pretty recently and it wasn't good. That sucks. Yeah. (laughs) That's pretty pretty good. It's pretty good. Come on, guys. Pretty good. Whoever edits my Wikipedia page, got to be a listener because who the hell else would do it? Change my picture to something better. Appreciate you. Damn. All right. That was your standout performance. Yeah. Yeah. Brutal. Sorry to have to wrap up like that for you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, good on. job, Brandon Lau. Uh, all right, moving on. Dirt nasties on fuego. Mm. That means I'm on fire, baby. Like Waco. Jake, you threw some people on the in fuego list. I did, Jim. I did. Um, let me. Uh, I, I'm just gonna check some. Bo- well, let me get my one guy. Fran Milrez. <laughs> you know I love me some Franny. Yeah. He's huge. Take a load. He's the off, only man. person I've seen in person on a baseball field that's a similar size to Aaron Judge. And he's gotten it going. In his last nine, he's hitting 515. Uh, okay. Last nine games. Four home runs. And, uh, dude, it's kind of funny. The batting average is there this year. I think he's hitting 293 on the season, which, you know, he's this big power hitter. That's not necessarily his game, but the power numbers weren't there. Now the powers are start- power numbers are starting to come. And, dude, I don't know if you saw. He hit a home run to center field in Detroit, which is a tough one. I think it was landed at 453, something like that. Doesn't look like he got it good. Okay, I'll look it up And right now. he's a he's a monster, so uh, that that's my hitter I'll talk about. I'll leave a bunch of hitters for you. Some boxes I want to check. There was just big-name pitchers this week that are having good seasons, and that might sound dumb, but Shane Bieber, another amazing start. Garrett Cole having a great year, obviously. Kershaw, dude, <laughs> continues to do it, and we just hate Kershaw. And you, Darvish, had his great start on Thursday night, which uh, didn't deserve to be forgotten for this. So that's just some big-name pitchers that are shoving this year. Dude, MLB.com video. Like, their, ser- their search function is so good. Like, I type in Framo Reyes, hit result, home run. I find it. It just doesn't play, dude. I did this all yesterday. Have you run into this at all? A little bit. To be fair, the internet in this room. No, I did this all weekend at my apartment and at the beach house. Is your ad block on? Yeah, but I tried that too. They're players. And I tried like allow flash. I did all of the things that you would do to. None of the usual fixes are working. It's like, dude, let people watch your highlights. I'll see if I can try to find it for you. It's probably uh, on YouTube. It's fine. But anyway, look at his Wikipedia page. Just looking sexy, posting up. He looks real sexy right there. And I think there was a good clip of Fran Mill singing a song. Do you remember that? Yeah, Yeah. yeah, in the the clubhouse, right? Yeah. He's a sexy guy. I'm into it. Seems like it. Big time. 
He's a stud, man. You think so? That Indian how, how about Kershaw, man? I love them. Kershaw's silly. We ignore him because he's had a meh playoff career. And part of that is against the Astros. I don't ignore him. I don't really ignore him. You just think he's aging, but, you know, he's still the best pitcher of our generation. Or maybe, like, one of the top of all time. All time. His numbers are silly. Moving on. You okay? Well, okay. We'll catch you at the so end. So MLB there. has decided that they're going to clickbait you on their YouTube fi- videos. Sure. So it says Fran Mil Reyes hits a home run yeah. in Detroit. So I click it, and it's the full 10-minute condensed game recap. You don't want to watch Where that? the home run is just somewhere in the middle. So, like, congrats. You got me to click, but, like, you're being, like, a 12-year-old YouTuber. Mm. I just sent you the video, and I wrestle that demon every morning on Lake and Jake. So. I got you. The fact that MLB... Just clickbait you? Like, it should have been much easier for me to find this. And I went about it all the best ways. Well, this looks like it was filmed in yeah. 1985. Not the best, but I mean, but yeah. it, it lands up there. It's a nice shot. Okay, let's <laughs> let's see if we've got it clear now so I can show you the point of impact. Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's like a major issue. Yeah, it's it like is. a major issue with MLB. Why? Just f- let us watch and find your stuff. Anyway, Let's watch your highlights. Nelson Cruz, two homers and a double. He went four for nine in this series, but he's just getting hot, yeah. and his home runs look silly. Another big power guy that was doing everything else besides the yeah, power Yeah, it was weird. He came back, get a couple home runs. Yeah. Glaber Torres not doing it with power, but in the three games against the Red Sox, he had three multi-hit games, 750 on base percentage. Hoping the pop comes soon, but... He looks pretty locked in, and he's kind of going each and which way. The Red Sox pitching. Now, we said this with the Rays. What did the Rays do, hitting-wise? Because remember, who, who were we going to watch? We were going to watch Manuel Margot. To see if we cared? No, to see if the Red Sox oh, effect is real. to see the Red Sox effect. The Red Sox it. effect. Everyone hits the Red Sox, so you pad your numbers. Does it carry over, or do you go back to they, sucking? They it? got blown out in the first game and scored four runs. They won the second game with three runs. And they won with seven. Margot didn't really start. It's tough. Brandon Brandon Lowe kept it going. Lau. Lau. Like now, now, like Lau. Yeah. All right. Uh, so Glaber's hot. Luis Guillorme. Friend. A friend of the program because I made a video about him pitching, and then he retweeted it. So we're dear friends. All you need to do. He's got a seven-game hitting streak. I think he's played nine games. He's got a seven-game hitting streak in his last seven. In those seven games, he's got a 524 batting average, 577 on base percentage. Supposed to be a glove guy, getting it done with the bat. He seems pretty like a fun guy to root for. Calm, cool, collected. CCC. Guillaume, uh, you had Real Mudo on here, but I don't think he deserved to be on there, so I didn't fill out his stats. He, um, okay, let me say something. It wasn't a crazy ther- series. Uh, four for 12, one home run. He had, one, a, hit, he had a hitless game, so that's always like, OPS. I don't count that. Um, I just feel like we haven't talked about him enough, um, so I, I wanted to get him in the mix there because he, uh, he's raking, man. Yeah. He's... I mean, not not for a catcher, and this is always what we say when we get into Gary Sanchez arguments online. He's been one of the best hitters in baseball this year um, as a catcher, and I just I felt like we hadn't given. Him He's been so, steadily so hot right. all season. So you're right, and that's that's what's tough with yeah. Fuego. Yeah, he didn't. He, he didn't. He's had one series against the Yankees where he was like 
bam, on fire. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, he's having a fantastic year. Okay. And then I think that's all we had for Infuego. Yeah, again, uh, the aces were hot. That Darvish game going back. Garrett Cole is just like, he's been boring good. Um, this was this was Garrett Cole's first start where I thought his stuff looked crisp. Yeah. Like his fastball looked good and, and all that good Straight shit. Straight crispy. Crispy cream. Speaking of guys that have been playing playing well all year, Jim. Yeah. Should we do the race to 20? The race to 20. Race to 20. It shall happen. Brought to you by Roosevelt's. Well, we teamed up with Roosevelt's, so it's yes. brought to you by John Boy Media plus Roosevelt's. Yeah. Give ourselves an ad here. We teamed up with them. We're going to let you know who's winning the race, who's on pace, who's the best. Who's on pace, who's winning It should the be race. really fun. Like, we're going to start having the new daily, like, updates and stuff soon. Okay. But right now we have three guys atop the leaderboard, all sitting at nine. Aaron Judge, Fernando Tatis Jr., and Mike Trout. Judge goes to the 10-day IL, which he says he's 100% and doesn't need to. They're just being incredibly extra cautious, so that's going to hurt his uh, chances in this race. I think he will be surpassed before he comes back out. He's only played 17 games. He's got nine. Tatis has played 23 games, and he has nine. So I, he's falling out of pace, actually, because he's played so many games slowly. Like, like it's coming down to... Yeah, I mean, he's still on pace, but it's he's, he's stopped being as hot as he was. And yeah. the Padres have stopped winning games. Look at that. How about that? Mike Trout, he gets nine. Yep. Mookie Betts is up there with eight. Not a lot of movement. Matt Olson jumped up. Matt Olson's coming. Uh, you might hear about him a little bit later in the show. Yeah, we kind of uh, we need that second tier to get going. Whether it is a Nelson Cruz, um, Eloy Jimenez, and his dick dropping tour. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll see who else steps up. We uh, we need another couple big guys to get hot just to make the board a little sexier. Like, how about? If we could get Soto, Nelson Cruz, and Gallo or someone like that. Uh, Gallo's nowhere to be found, is he? He's at five. Oh, okay. He's at five, and we're we're coming up on Joey Gallo watch, so you'll find out more on that later. But yeah, let's give let's, me give me Soto up there. That's a really good one. Yeah, I mean, even if you want to, Soto's still got eleven games. You do want to do Kepler? So Soto's on a crazy pace still. You know who'd be fun? Put Eloy up there. Eloy, I'm in on Eloy in the DDT. Um, yeah. One more person to pair with them. Rendon, he's got 6 and 18. Okay. Fran Mill, get hot, Big Sexy. Wish I was better at math. It's tough, man. Like well, I wish I could look at, like, okay, uh, eight home runs and 22 games for Matt Olson. What's he on pace for? So that would be, like, 7, 20, 24-ish, 23. He's he's on pace currently. On pace for twenty. Okay. How do you do it? Like the actual math. I know what you did. You just times it by three and then estimated. Yeah. I could do that part. Yeah. How do you do the actual math? Is the question. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What's Tatis on we'll pace for? On you that. do like divide and then multiply. So you do twenty three divided by nine, two point five. Times 60? Nine divided by pace for 153. Nine divided by (laughs) two. We got it. (laughs) We got it. That was Roosevelt's. RSVLTS. Uh, Times 60. Tatis is on pace for 23. He was on pace for 25 last time. So if he slows down, he's got to keep going. Slowing down. That was the race to 20. 
Need a big shift soon. Uh, Joey Gallo watch. Jake, Joey Gallo what watch. happened with Joey Gallo? A new segment we created because we didn't know if he was on slump watch. We didn't know if he deserved to be on slump watch with the rest of his lineup. Jim, he got a golden sombrero in the first game of this series. Four strikeouts, 0 for 4, 4 Ks. And then the final two games of this series, he does Joey Gallo. Two for 10, one home run, one walk. So I don't know. I kind of want to leave Joey Gallo watch for one more week. Just, okay. so, just so he can put us in a direction, but he might not. That's Joey Gallo. Because, again, dude, this is a Joey Gallo series. You, he'd normally have, like, two more walks. Yeah, this isn't that good. It's 200 average, but that's Home run him. every series. Yeah. That's all he does. Yeah. Frustrating. Joey Gallo watch segment segues us into... Slump watch. <laughs> Mm, All right, keeping up with who was on Slump Watch last week, Jose Altuve's on there. He went two for 12 with zero walks, 167 slash line across the board. Dusty drops him in the order. He says, put me seventh. I suck right now. So he's still on Slump Watch. Yeah. And I think he's on Suicide Watch as well. Yeah, don't jump watch. Yeah, hide the knives watch. Hide the knives watch. David yeah. Dahl, he only played one game because he's slumping so bad. So we can leave him on he for stays. one more series. Yeah. But if they keep sitting him, then it's right. hard they to They won't. They won't. Max Muncy played two games. He had a homer, a uh, hit, five RBIs. I'm taking him off. Yeah, good job, Max. Good job, Max. Solid off. Jack Peterson, he only started one game, five at-bats, zero hits. I'm keep keeping, him, yeah. keeping him on. Ben Gamble, one start. It was a defensive replacement, and, and then and then he did defensive replacement. The other two starts, zero for five in the start in the at bats. Don't care. Watch. Yeah, he's off. Steven Matz, he gets another start. Five point one innings pitched, six earned runs. He's off. He's yeah. just on your bad watch. I mean, his numbers are bad, bad. Yeah. Robbie Ray was on here. Yeah. He has a good start. Five innings pitched, one earned run. It's a very Robbie Ray start. I don't yeah. know if you saw the final stat line. It was uh, five innings pitch, one earned run, four Ks, six walks. Yeah. <laughs> Tough watch, but got the job done. Hey, results are all that matter. Yeah. So you're off, Robbie. Uh, Glass now didn't pitch. Okay. New additions. I threw Manny Machado on here, Jake. Yes. He hit the big grand slam, so everyone thought, you right. know, he's coming off. He's coming around. One for 12 with five walks um, in his last four games, five games. In this series, he got walked six times, so mm. it's kind of tough. Yeah. So I'm, I'm asking, he got walked six times. He only got one hit. Uh, one was an intentional, five walks. So, there, you know, he didn't get anything to hit. It's almost in Joey Gallo territory. I almost, he's, it should be Gallo Machado watch. Because um, it's rude to put him on slump watch with that many walks. But I understand what you're saying. Like, it's I want to keep tabs hits. on I want to keep tabs on him. So he can say, yeah, I like it. Gallo Machado watch has been updated. Okay. Uh, Wilson Contreras for the Cubs. He went 0 for 10. He has zero hits in his last five starts. Okay. In his last eight games, he's hitting 120 with a 258 on base percentage. I mean, that's not good, Wilson. Is he having an okay year still? Oh, the stats are hitting. They're still okay for now. But, yeah, get it back, get it back on track, Wilson. His teammate? Javi Baez, 0 for 15 with no walks in this series. Now, everyone's mm. struck out a bunch, so some of these Cubs may come off quick. Yeah. But that's how it works. Brewers, wow. Yeah. Shoved. Austin Riley, young, mm. thick. Zero hits in the series uh, against the Marlins. He went 0 for 10. He had a, he had a couple hits the, the games before this series. So, again, I think he might come off. But, you know, yeah, tough series. 0 for. And uh, the last 0 for I have is Edwin Encarnacion. 
against the Cardinals. 0 for 13 in his last four games. I'm worried about Edwin, man. You uh, you know from his time on the Yankees, you won't find a much bigger Edwin Encarnacion fan than myself. He was your favorite Yankee last year. I fell in love with him, man. Yeah. He was beautiful when the swing was right. Uh, everything he added to the dugout, he was a lot better defensively than I expected. Like I expected him to be an old body. Um, he did fine at first base. Our last, when we last saw him on the Yankees in the postseason, he was as bad as I've seen Edwin Encarnacion look. And it looks like he's been bad pretty much all year. And, I mean, he's, he's 37 years old now. I'm I'm pretty worried about EE. You are? Yeah. Okay. Prove me wrong. I would love that. That would be quacktastic. Fantastic. Uh, I threw some pitchers on here. Anibal Sanchez has five earned runs in both of his last games. That's yeah. not good. I expect him to, to come back from it, so that's why it's slump watch for me. And then uh, Trev's boy, Barrios, mm. four earned runs in his last two games. Four earned runs, then four earned runs again. And, I mean, he's not having a good year. No. And then Giolito also had a rough start this series, and Glass now has two rough starts. So, Trev, you boys. Yeah. Uh, not looking too hot. He's got Max Freed. He can tip his cap yeah. on Max Freed. I think he also Plutko had a bad, yeah, had a bad outing. The Plutko one was weird. Like I get why you like Barrios. He just had him hyped too high. Um, Giolito, you know, kind of a coin flip. Like, have you made the turn? Um, I was on Glasnow with him, and I, you know, I still very much believe in his talent, um, which I do as well. Right to a different degree. Um, but yeah, Barrios, man. I mean, his K to walk ratio right now is like two to one. No, Barrios has been bad. He has yeah. he has one good game, one that's, compete, and then three bad games. That's that is where dude, and it's against the Royals and the White Sox. Like it's not even against the Royals have been hitting. The White Sox can hit too. Still, yeah. Uh, the the Royals have been hitting really well to start the season. I'm the. I wonder if it's a control thing. Twins fan slash ploof, let us know because we well, got thirteen walks and five starts. Yeah, his okay. His walk numbers right now are double his career. So it's it seems like it's a control thing. Yeah. But I think he'll come back from this bad. So I got Rios and yeah. Sanchez and Anibal. Anibal, sorry. Anibal. Anibal. And uh, I'm a little worried about Anibal. So he got ejected. I don't think yeah. he said anything. I think he was a lame duck. I think Kevin Long yelled everything. I, I think they're just having fun now. I think they're having a starting pitcher get ejected off. Which brings us right to the next segment. Lying. No, you are. You are lying. You're a big liar. You are a liar, Earl. You are a liar. You are. Who got mad? Who got mad? Earl Everyone. I, I was yeah, sitting in the uh, vacation house in Milford Sunday, just my Twitter blowing up every five minutes because – People kept getting ejected. Can't even keep up with it. Yeah. I mean, we actually, there's that MLB ejections website. Let me just read it off. And then I, I got a lot of work to do trying yeah. to make these breakdowns, but. Might have to make a combo. Dude, so many. Do like just an ejection combo. So listen, like August 16th, yesterday, yeah. Don Mattingly, yeah. Ron Gardenhire, Cameron Mabin, Annie Ball Sanchez, Kevin Long, Matt Shoemaker, Charlie Montoya. Yeah. And they all got ejected within the same hour of each other, yeah. basically. I, all Sunday games are played around the same time, so it makes sense, but too many ejections. I got to go through. Will Little has been involved in a lot of shit talking, and I believe he got praise for having one of the best and consistent zones last year. And uh, Kevin Long ripped him apart. Someone else ripped him along, apart. I think it was Nevin or one of the Yankees. So, like, Will Little, ump, you were praised for being a good on, zone. 
you're on Who Got Mad Watch, Will Little. And then, you know, Carapaza, he shouldn't be an ump anymore. Best umps go unnoticed. Yeah, like DJ Rayburn. He threw out Cameron Maven. I don't know who that umpire is, so. Ted Barrett, I know who him is. Well, he had to throw out everyone in the uh, A's game, yeah. so not really on Ted. He's a good ump. So everyone got mad. Mad fest. It was a mad fest. Mad. How's the Mad World Girl by Gary Jones? Gary Jules? It's a mad world after all. How's that song go? You know what I'm talking about? It was like the Xbox, like, World War Call of Duty. Okay. You'll know it as soon as I play, like, the opening note. I'm in on it. Maybe we play this as Who Got Mad. Worn out places. Gears of War. Gears of War. Trying to find the Mad World part, but I'm over it. Okay. Yeah, I don't know any of the lyrics to that song. I just know the noises. Worn out places, worn out faces. And I think at one point he says... It's a good commercial. Yeah, it was a really good commercial. good commercial. And I find it kind of funny. I find it kind of sad. The dreams in which I'm dying are the best I've ever had. That's it. Mad World. Gary, get some help. Huge. All right, let's move it on to awards. I get to go first again? You're the first. I am giving out the John uh, Jean Ralphio Saperstein Award. Yes. Jean Ralphio Saperstein Award. A favorite of mine. The worst. She is the worst, worst person in the world. Huge, skank, terrible, but thank you. The worst. I'm talking about his sister. <laughs> yeah, twin sister. <laughs> the Phillies bullpen has the worst ERA yeah. since ERA has existed. That's good. That's good. Article written by Ellen Adair on uh, theturfsports.com. Credit to him. Yes, the Her? earned run dates back to 1912. We're going on 100-plus years um, and the Phillies have the worst ERAs. The Phillies bullpen has the worst ERA since ERA existed. We talked about this on Friday. We ran yeah. into this like, holy shit, they're bad. The starters have the ninth best ERA in MLB at an even four. The bullpen has tugged the entire team's ERA down to the worst in the majors. Yeah. Phillies bullpen has a 987 ERA, worst in baseball, worst in the history of ERA. That's bad, man. Yeah. The worst. She's the worst. The worst. Yeah, they. Uh, so they they came up a little bit towards towards the end of the series. I think they're now twelfth out of fifteen uh, in ERA in the NL. Their bullpen is laughable. I was excited. I saw a Hector Neris Neris pitch. I liked, and I was like, okay, mm. like that's how bad things are for the Phillies bullpen. That I was like. How are we going to build this thing back? Yeah. I found one pitch we can start off with. What was it? I'm not sure if it's a changeup or an over-the-top curveball by Naris, but it just, like, drops. Okay. So we're starting there. He's still currently their closer. And then we'll just build back from there, and we got a bullpen. Yeah. Eric in the chat says Lorenzen should join that bullpen. 
How are they even using him anymore? I don't know. They're canceled as of right now. It's true. It's true. Uh, Neris throws a split finger. That's probably maybe a split finger. Yes, that makes sense. What you said, split finger, makes a lot of sense. Because I, I couldn't tell. I was like, God, it's drop. It's dropping a lot, but I couldn't tell what it was. He so throws was, a four-seamer and a split finger. Those are the two pitches. And yes. Then, so there you go. And it was very much a splitter. Cool. It's a nice pitch. It's a nice pitch. Pitcher list. Shout out pitcher list. I'm going to go watch a video of it. Yeah. What's uh, Are you up? Yeah, I can go. What's your award? I don't know if you're you're doing the what live watch or what. I'm just gonna go to pitcher list and type in Neris and then watch his split finger so I can be on the same page as you. Okay. My award is the take that for data. Ooh. And I think I might have given it out award similar to this. It could have been talking Yanks, it could have been here. Uh that's the famous David Fisdale quote. Uh great head coach for the Knicks. Take that for data. Yeah, slam the table at the Sucks. end. He sucked. Knicks suck. Anyways, go listen to talking next. I'm giving it to Matt Olson. Oh, Jim, you know I'm a big Matt Olson girl. Anyways, oh, hot, powerful. He's coming up on the Roosevelt's homer list. Jim, did you know he had a stretch where his last seven hits were all home runs? Yeah, I did. That was pretty cool. So Matt Olson, he's got seven straight homers. He's not playing great though. This happened over a stretch of games. I think I, I think I can bring it up in front of me. He was hitting in the 100s over 10 games, but every hit he hit was a home run. So you're like, okay. He was doing some Joey Gallo type stuff. He was 40 at-bats, seven home runs, a 175 batting average with a 983 OPS. So it's kind of like, okay, Matt, like what's going on? And then Jim, yesterday, his first at-bat, he hits a single. Up the middle. So, streak's over. It's done. And then his next at-bat, he lays a shift-beating bunt. Ooh. So, Matty Olsen's getting the batting average back. Take that for data. Lay down the bunt. Right after the bunt was a two-RBI triple. Things are feeling good in Oakland right now. So, I'm in on Matt Olsen. And it's kind of funny. He's still hitting 185. Last year, I think he hit 265 or something. It's a nice pitch, right? Yeah, yeah. We're looking at the narrow split now. Just like... That was the 2018. In 2019, Pitcher List is a great website. It uh, doesn't have as much drop, or at least not this one that they chose. No. Uh, yeah, good pitch. Uh, so, yeah, wanted wanted to give Matty Olson a little bit of love. Expect his stats to continue to go up. He hit 267 last year. He's currently hitting 185. Um, the power stroke is there. He's now got eight home runs. He's uh, He's getting hot. And, yeah, it was kind of weird for a little bit there, but... He got the single, then he beats the shift, and he's rolling. Rolling, rolling. Did you see uh, These are nasty. the call on his seventh home run in a row? Nasty. Was like a librarian calling it. Mm. Trevor, it was. Trevor was on that the other day. Fixing baseball. Make the home run calls fun. It helped, I think. People like fun. They do. That's our big thing. You think so? I do. I think this is it. Let's see if I can find it. Okay. See if I'm right or wrong. Go! Oh, this is Dallas. So Dallas. Olsen to right field. That's not it. Hit well. Never mind. Because okay. he hit two in the game, so it's hard to find. Anyway, good award, Jake. Thank Take you. that for data. Last segment of the day is elevator talk. Yes. Spinning the wheel, a random team will be chosen. It is. The Rockies. Have we done them? Ooh. Have we done them lately? 
I don't think so. Okay. The Rockies it is then. Rock time. If you get into an elevator with a Rockies fan and you want to have some conversations with them. You're starting to get worried, Jim. They've lost in their past, let's see, in their past seven games. They're, they've lost five. Yeah, so they're two and five in their last seven. Mm. Arizona sneaking up. You were worried about the bottom falling off. But you start and finish with Charlie Blackman. Uh, is he still going off? He's hitting 446 still. I think he had an offer, then he had a couple He hasn't been day. like coming up in the way I searched for in Fuego, so. Constantly, just constantly doing it. How about Garrett Hampson playing well for them? I mean, Love you that. just tip your cat. Cap. Cat. Tip your cat. Tip your cap to uh, Lance Lynn. Yeah. But you should have you not lost two out of, the, out of those games. Trevor Story, man. He's special. Every time I mention him, I now say underrated. Six home runs. He's got a one-dot OPS from the shortstop position. That doesn't just happen. Yeah. And that's kind of all he's done up until this point. Daniel Murphy's having a bounce back here, Jim. John Boy special. Is he? I was just looking. He's he's having the last seven games have been rough. 313, 828 OPS. That's kind of what they signed up for. Are you worried about John Gray? No, he had a really nice bounce back start. Uh Marquez has been shoving. Dude, if I'm the Rockies right now, you know, we've gotten off to this great start. We've got a lot of there's not a lot of middle area guys right now. Like Dahl is struggling. Yeah. Um Sam Hilliard, who's been getting a lot of run for them, struggling. Do you like Garrett Hampson in the leadoff spot? He's got sure. 373 on base percentage. Since, since, take, since Hampson has taken over the leadoff spot, he I think he's gotten on base every game. He has a 395 on base percentage okay. since taking over the leadoff spot. So there's a stat you can drop on people. 25 years old? Yeah, he's, got, he's gotten on base every single game since taking over the leadoff spot. That includes when Lance Lynn blew him out. It's a Long Beach guy? So he was one of the two hits? Let's see. That was Friday's game? Yeah. Yeah, he was one of the two hits. Okay, huge. Jairo yep. Diaz in the pen? I don't know anything about Garrett Hampson. Hampson. Young, little guy. Okay. I don't know. What's like the going away line? Is it just Charlie Blackman? Think he could hit four hundred? They got four against Houston coming up. Yeah. We're gonna find out. So like it's <laughs> kind of, I say. think it's a big series here for the Rockies. The home and home. Yeah. The first two are at Houston. So if you can take one of those two, yeah. you should feel pretty good coming home. So let's win one on the road. You want to win tonight. It's Freeland versus Belak, who Belak's been solid, but tomorrow night's Granky. Ah. Uh, so Ah, ah, Freeland versus uh, the Astros tonight. Freeland's leading their team in war right now. How about that? Over Blackman and Story. Good job, Freeland. Great job. Who even are the Rockies? Philip Deal. Blackman, Arenado, Story on offense. Hopefully David Dahl gets it back going. Rooting for him. My rocks. D-backs are coming for you guys. Careful. Yeah, Murphy had a bad couple four games, but hopefully he gets it back. Big series coming up against Houston. This is a big series. Their season last year fell apart starting with the Houston series. Well, Houston's, you know, 
looking better, climbing yeah. up the ranks. Just won three. This they're, is a big test. They're kind of rolling, so big test. This is a big test. Yeah. Cool. All right. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for talking baseball. We will be back tomorrow or when do we do Trevor's Tidbits? Wednesday. Trevor's Tidbits on Wednesday. See you then. Record it tomorrow. Pre-game show every day. Tune in. <laughs>